This is Lil. And this is Tam. And we're the Barely Bougie Mamas. Okay, so updates. I've been a single parent for the last week. Why? Nick went to Kenya. On, he went to Kenya. On Wednesday. His mom passed away, so he, he, he went I'm last glad week. he went. Yeah, I'm glad he went, because... None of the girls when he went solo? He went solo, because he decided... Listen, this stages of grief that different people go through different ways is some serious shit. Because... Mm-hmm. She passed away on Monday. He found out about it on Monday. And between Monday and when he got on the plane, he went through, no, I'm not going. It's all right. We don't have to go. Yeah, I'm going. Um, I'm just going to send some money. It'll be better for me to send the money and not go. And then the morning he left, he left at 3 o'clock. The morning he left, he was, he called me at 945 and said, I bought a ticket. I'm going to leave at 3 o'clock from LAX. I was like, man. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay. Right, I bought a ticket. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. So, um, actually, I pulled the girls out of school because um, I was like, he was like, I'll just take an Uber. I was like, the fuck, are you gonna take an Uber to go bury your mother? No, let us hug you. Right, let us love you so we can fill you up with so much love that when you go there, you have love to give. Right, and you can come home. Exactly. Let's not. I don't want to send you there on a depleted tank. Exactly. Plus, you might see you some little Kenyan girl and, and bitch. And be like, oh my god! Be like, babe, I ain't never coming home. <laughs> Is that the fear that we have when you're married to a man that can go to another country and you know, like, go to the other country with a thousand dollars and just be the boss, right? And like, run the house. Then you'd be like, this nigga never coming back. He ain't never, never ever. I got a friend. I think her daddy got a whole nother family in his country mm, because when he goes, he goes for months at a time. <laughs> and again, back to the other conversation, how he not fucking that whole time. <laughs> People do it. Yeah, listen, and I don't know too many of them. Most of the ones I know is fucking somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so how's the single parent life been? What you, what is, I mean, it's been Okay. So, um, I think the biggest thing was like, I usually go to my scrapbooking crop, which is, um, was this supposed to be this Saturday, had all the plans to go. And then I looked around and I was like, I can't, I can't go. Like I, cause Karina had her gymnastics, the girls had their thing at church. And usually what I can do is like run the morning stuff mm-hmm. Saturday morning and then go, cause it goes till nine o'clock. So I could do all of that and then spend the afternoon and evening over there I was like I I can't so that was one thing where I was like fuck you know as much as I complain about how he don't do shit there's Damn. some there's some shit he does <laughs> <laughs> he does enough for when he ain't doing it you'd be like damn I know right I can't do my shit <laughs> yeah like I'm inconvenienced like I was like, Gosh. I was like fuck, today is trash fucking day damn it <laughs> cause usually I could be like hey it's trash day and then that's it. That's all I have to do about it. See? Not no more. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, you know, oh, he got his phone stolen at the airport because he's on his way back. It's going to take him a whole 24 hours to get here. He got his phone stolen at the airport in Kenya? 
Mm-hmm. But not at like Nairobi Airport, which is the international airport at the re- one of the regional airports. How do you get your phone stolen? Just out of your pocket? No, you put it in security and they, they put it in their pocket. And then tell you, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm like, I didn't... <laughs> I love, I love Africa, yo. Yo. Because black folks are just like, I don't give a fuck. So my uh, airport story from International African Travels. So I had some vitamins and the, the bottle had burst. And so it was like in the bottom of the bag. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what is this? Is this drugs? And I said, no, it's vitamins. I said, okay. And he let me go. I thought it was hilarious because if it was drugs. You just believe me that it was vitamins? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, or or that's the way you find out? It was just asking? <laughs> okay. Um, and then the other one that was funny, too, is we were going through, like, the customs and they're looking through everything. Mm-hmm. And my mother-in-law had a cake. And she says, Auntie, what of my cake? And I'm like so fucking confused, right? No, he wants his cake. She did she have a second one to give him? No, she had money to give him. Mm, mm-hmm. And I didn't understand. You didn't understand what that I meant? was like, how sweet. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna let this cake go if you give me money for my cake. Auntie, uh, what of my cake, Auntie? Auntie, mm. what of my cake? Yeah, I was like, oh. Nick says that he when he was a kid like driving around he always had a 20 whatever the equivalent of a 20 is behind his his driver's license so if they stop him they say give me let me see your license they pull it out take the 20 out put and the they, license back in and they give go it, on about their drive go on about their business he's like you just that's just the way it is that's just the way it is so they stole his so apparently what is the iphone uh-huh mm-hmm. so apparently what had happened was they were at the regional airport with their aunt him and his brother and they went through security and then she called them back for something and they went back out and then when they went back through security the second time mm-hmm. that's when his phone got took because mm. i was like well then you you just wave the the, <laughs> the meat right in front of the dog and he says yeah we were doing the um find my phone and i was calling it i was like couldn't nobody find it because it was all silent in their pocket And it was an iPhone, what, 10? No, no, seven. 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 They don't know because people be thinking, I have a 7 Plus, so it looks big. They be like, that's that 10. I'm about to get it. I know. I know. Americans don't even know. So um, we were going to replace our phones anyways this fall, I mean this Christmas. So it might just be a little earlier. It might just be a little earlier. And luckily he had his 6 that doesn't have data. Mm-hmm. Just Wi-Fi? Just Wi-Fi. So he's still able to contact that's my update. How about you? I don't have nothing. You want nothing? Mm-mm. All right, fine. I mean, no, we talked. Whatever. I don't have nothing to update. I'm doing this fucking podcast. That's what I'm. Uh, my update is. <laughs> I'm still here, bitches. What's this thing about the choir? Um, we have another show. Oh. What do you mean? Where was it? it was? Oh, we have a show coming up. Oh, I guess I can talk about it because this show, because our fucking episodes come out so often. Like. <laughs> <laughs> So often, weekly. Weekly. <laughs> it's our own fucking 
fault. We blew that two-week lead we had with um, uh, Planet Now. Planet Now, girl. We would have been sitting pretty on like four weeks worth. We could have sat out Thanksgiving. Now no, we're going to have to work. We're going to have to work during Thanksgiving. That's fucking weird. Um, but so we have a show in Lamert Park on Black Friday on the oh, day after okay. Thanksgiving. It's Pray for the Hood. And that's why it was. I was that's like, why it was interesting. I think that's what's getting people. It's because it's called Pray for the Hood. Yeah. And it's a bunch of local LA artists that'll be performing, and we're opening up the set. Oh, nice! So it's gonna be fun. Um, the uh, the choir. I don't want to say it comes out of Lamert Park Village, but it sort of does. Jametta comes out of there. I come out of there. A lot of us come out of there in regards to artistry. Oh, poetry. I was gonna say. I thought you you've been saying La Puente for I don't know how. Long. Yeah, but as but far no, as yeah, you know what I mean. But adult, as far as adult, adult artistic, ar- artistic. If I was trying to claim somewhere, would I would probably no. I would claim Pomona. I would claim Pomona for my poetry. <laughs> but okay. either either way, <laughs> not to say I spent a lot of time in Lamar Park, so oh, I do right. have like a big love for it. And so this is gonna be super fun because it's free. And it's on the Friday after Thanksgiving, so most people are off, oh, yeah. or they get off earlier, and so it's gonna maybe, be dope. Maybe we could show up that day. Yeah, come on, bring everybody. 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 So on this week's episode, we're gonna discuss puberty. 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 Yes, this is. Good. So this has been on my heart lately. Okay. Because um, I have three girls. And after the first girl... So, go back to my Bradley classes, right? The um, instructor was like, So, also, I want you to know, if you're going to have a girl, she might have bleeding. The ba- the infant might have bleeding. And I was like, what? And vaginal she, bleeding? Vaginal bleeding. Okay. Um, she says, it's normal. It's just a hormonal thing. Da-da-da-da, right? So, at that point, I started thinking about what my girls would look like for puberty. Bitch. <laughs> She's like, I was scared right then. <laughs> Insert fear here. Fear. <laughs> Anxiety. All of it. Starts right here. now. So, um, now that my oldest is 12, going to be 13 in the next, by the end of the year. Um, and the next one is 11. It's been like, so my oldest started her period a while ago, you know, but even, you know, cause puberty starts even before your period actually starts with the, um, growth what's of the puberty? Breast. What's puberty for like, what's puberty? What are we talking? What's puberty? Because like, I guess that's, we didn't talk about our own. Because usually right. we start in that back. We always oh, start with right. the background. That's we right. Start with the background. I forgot. I, I'm so I'm so. You so wound up about this. You're like, these girls are starting their periods. There's a bunch of them. I got three of these girls. One of them already started her fucking period. And, like, she, fu- <laughs> and she fucking killing me with this fucking PMS. Oh! <laughs> Look at So we're going to have to just mix our own stories in the, middle, <laughs> in the midst of all of this. Because, baby, I'm not ready. Girl. I am not ready. Let me tell you. And... For your information, boys go through it too, and it is a form of PMS. Apparently, men have some form of PMS. Uh, monthly, weekly, monthly. Like there is a day where their hormones spike, mm. and they get emotional or they get whatever, and then it's just that there's no 
pre to it. So there's no right. There's no marker to say this is what it that is. That it started or that it ended. Oh, that's what it was. Nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess puberty, this one, this subject wasn't um, high on my... Uh, right, because you got a five-year-old daughter. Give a fuck list. Right. Well, she's seven. I mean seven. But, but so, okay, so puberty in this, we're talking about... What's puberty? You asked that already. I did. So what's puberty in that, like, because it's not just the period. It's like the everything. It's like the body odor... It's the hair growing. It's the the voice changing. It's it's, it's the need for the the deodorant. Oh, you said body odor. Deodorant. Mm. The the emotions of it, like um, you know the, and then the the transition from childhood to adulthood, young adulthood or whatever, young yeah. adulthood, adulthood. I mean, you know, like I said, the the mind doesn't actually mature until they're 18, 21. I've seen an article that said the niggas don't mind. Don't, uh, let me say this over. I've seen an article today on Facebook that said men's minds don't mature until 40. That sounds about right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm going to have to click on this later because I don't know. And it was a man who posted it. Like I was like, yo. I know, right? <laughs> that's a, Well, that that's societal as well. That's right. not just, that's not body yeah i think that's more societal, societal. the so, 40 is more societal than than because the patriarchy allows men to be assholes until they're 40 they're 40 mm-hmm. yeah too bad I know. um so puberty from what i remember uh i remember going to the class in fifth grade right right and the the lady now so this is the kind of kid i was we went to the class and she came and she showed us a video where, okay, well, she showed us first, it was, I don't know the order, but there was a video where it was a guy <laughs> and a girl sitting on a couch and they kind of liked each other and he kissed her and it showed like how the hormones and everything right, were, arose up. and awoke, awoke in her. I remember in the fifth grade being like, that's the job I want to have. That's a job? My job is just coming and telling people about getting a boyfriend <laughs> like the, you know in the fifth and sixth grade that's legit that's what i thought the job was right right and then she also brought these big ass panties into See? the um into the cafeteria like the full full booty panties the panties that come up to your belly button right right and go all the way around your whole thigh Bye, yeah. <laughs> No bikini cut No here. bikini cut, none of that. And then she put a big ass pad in it and she was like this and she showed us how to put the pad in it. Right. That was about all of the puberty puberty prep that I got. So Did I didn't get even prep? get I didn't even get that at school because I went to a seventh day Adventist school and that ain't the conversation we having. You don't need to know nothing about nothing. <laughs> we had a health class that talked about the specifics. It was a co ed health class. But it just, like, went over the body mm-hmm. functions. It wasn't like, this is how you... There was no panties involved. And my lessons were wasting my mother's tampon, uh, Kotex. <laughs> when I was, like, eight, opening them up and putting them on. And she was like, what are you... Girl. I got a beaten for that. And then... <laughs> He's like, I remember that whooping. <laughs> I remember that one. And then when my period actually came, 
it was like, all right, now you can get pregnant. So watch out for them boys. Yeah, I wish somebody. That's not how. That's not how it went down. And then I was like, so what is this I hear about the moon, right? And you know the calendar. And they was like, what? The calendar happens thirty days every thirty days. Cause... There was no conversation about twenty eight days and track it and keep a little calendar. Girl, when I went to college and I had friends who had those little pocket calendars, you know the, the... that said when their period was gonna come. Yeah, and they had a little red dot on on it for when their period came and, and counted. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't know you could do that. No clue. No, I, no clue. Listen, when my period came, it was like surprise. <laughs> my period came, and I went the whole first, the first, my whole first period. I didn't tell nobody. I did the whole month or whatever, however many days I perioded. <laughs> menstruated. <laughs> menstruated. <laughs> it's such a dumb word. <laughs> like, oh my! I guess I'm trying to yell before it prays. The universe, hear me. Please, before Samaya starts her cycle, please let me get past my hate of the period. Because I do not want to pass this energy to her. But basically, I don't like that shit. I don't like it. I don't know anybody who actually... I know plenty of people do. That, really? Well, not that they like their period, but they respect what it is. Because okay. when they learned about it, they didn't just learn about putting a pad on a, on a panty. They learned about... Uh, the cleansing of the body, oh. the cycle, yeah. uh, a woman's cycle, how the, how the cycle, how the cycle is like the moon, and so your cycle is like a moon cycle. Right, right. All of these things that they've learned when I mean I didn't start learning that kind of stuff till last had, year. No, till I had a daughter seven years ago. Yeah, when I was like, oh shit, I should I should get in, I should get into this in sync with this. Yeah. So so far. If there's anything that I've taught or told them, I guess if it makes sense. So, Samaya is seven, and she still calls my pads diapers. Mm. She's like, oh, you're diapers. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, now, mind you, because, like you said before, I don't, there's no small talk or spoon feeding, right? So, right. So, you're just going to. I have already told her several times. Yeah. So, she was like, oh, you're a diaper. And I was like, it's not a diaper, it's a pad. What's it for? I said, because a woman's vagina bleeds every month. And she was like, why does it bleed? To clean out, a, I said, to clean out your insides. Mm. And she said, oh. And I said, so it's going to happen to you one day too. And it only happens for a few days every month. And it just cleans your insides. It's a way to keep your body clean. And that, 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 that's the long and that's short. The, that's the long and short for a seven-year-old. Right. That's, she, that's all she's asking. Right. So, in my kids... My girls, so I have all girls, mm -hmm. and for a long time I was like the. I mean, that's a w weird way to say it. I was. They were with me twenty four seven, so I couldn't take a shit without them being on top of me. So they've seen you change your pad. They've seen me change my pad. They've seen a, a dirty pad. They've seen me pull the tampon out. <laughs> kidding me they have seen it all girl we them have... bitches would have to sit outside the door no they yeah. would there was no there was no door to sit out of they i mean listen when you have a, a two-year-old and a three and a half year old you can't that has can't already really. cut they cut each other's hair you can't leave them you can't leave them unattended, unattended. yeah even for the minute it takes to change your path well i mean I, when you say you can't, I'll say 
you can't. Liliana, Liliana can't leave. Was under. not able to at that time, but Tamara, <laughs> Tamara Blue, <laughs> would have put the two children in two separate areas and left the door open so I could get so some they, alone time. So they used to say, "You bleeding out your butt, mommy." Yep. And I'd be like, "Yep, yep. This is what happens to women." It's called a period, you know, so I had So that, you did the same kind of simple conversation at right, some point. Mm-hmm. Right, but I didn't talk about cleansing the body and all the rest of that stuff. Um, you just said, yeah, you bleed. You, you bleed from your butt. Yeah, that that's what's happening. So, and I, this is my feeling on it. Like, my mother didn't give me nothing, and I'm trying to give my kids something. Better than nothing. Exactly, right? So I'm like, I'm I'm flying completely blind here on how to talk to you about this. Yeah. Well, I will say great plug for my homegirl. <laughs> One of my black friends. Oh. <laughs> One of two. Fuck off. <laughs> I have so many black friends, I can't even count them. But uh, my homegirl, Sonia Marie. Mm-hmm. No, Sonia Marie is a different person. Sonia Renee. Mm-hmm. She's an author and an activist. Um, she wrote a book called The Body Is Not An Apology. And that was for, like, body positive and, like, self-love situation or whatever. But she also wrote a book for um, girls or children, mostly girls, between the ages of 8 and 15. On how? How their body changes. Right. And the different ways that it changes. Because we're also going to get into... She gets into the points of, like, where... Maybe you're a seventh grader. Like you were saying in the seventh grade, you were flat chested. Right, right. There's going to be another girl that's in the seventh grade and has breasts as big as ours right now. Yeah, my child. Her is not that big. But as big as these things right now. <laughs> but so like talking about that, like how to deal with that. I remember, I remember this was so funny. This is a funny story. And then we can stop talking about puberty. I guess we can't, but this is still a funny story. Okay, go ahead. Eighth grade. We go to Catalina for our eighth grade trip or whatever. Um, and some other people came too. So there were eighth graders and seventh graders. There were a bunch of different grades. For whatever reason, we were in Catalina and we were having to take off the wetsuits and we had sand on us. So everybody went to the showers to rinse the sand off. Now, we were still young, so nobody wanted to really just strip down naked. Right. So. You know, you, you did it in a modest kind of way. Right, you just let the water... Let the water flow and then move your, your, short, your trunks over. So I moved my trunks over and my yoni did not have any hair on it. Oh, and... Uh, and everybody else's did. had hair on it. Wow. They were like, you don't have any hair? Because puberty comes at different times for different people, different, right? And it looks differently. And it looks differently for different folks. So I was like... No, I had cancer in my vagina. <laughs> and I had chemo. So I told a bunch of, maybe this was sixth grade. But either way, it was in middle school. In middle school, I told at least five girls while I was in the shower that I had to have, ke- had to have chemo on my vagina. And that's why there's no hair there. <laughs> the lies. Oh like the lies. Oh what the fuck was I thinking? Like, why is that? lie that I came up with and why do I still remember it right now because I because you know why because I kept that shit up because if you're gonna be a liar you lie and then even when you get back from the trip you stick with it yeah you stick with that shit fucking had cancer of the pussy (laughs) and the only way to heal it was chemo 
to shave off all the all the hairs. Well, that's because you had probably seen that with some Lifetime movie with a little kid with their head shaved off. Yeah. In the but 90s. I had, but by by that time of my age, and I don't know if this is puberty as well. I had watched so much porn. Oh, that and those girls were shaved. Were they shaved? The no, they like had hair. Oh, oh, the girls that in the porns. Because there was it, a, was the, it was the I was watching Beta. Oh, so you watching seventies? I was watching seventies. So they, everybody had hair. Everybody. Had so hair. I wanted to have hair. Having hair was an adult. Um, Having a hair was grown and mature. Right. I ain't had none because I had cancer. <laughs> and I just had chemo, but I'm fully healed. I'm fine. I'm fully recovered. I'm cancer free. <laughs> cancer free. So. Another period thing that my story, and this is not, this one put, I put my foot in my mouth. So I was hanging out with my best friend at her church with her friends. And I was complaining because I had, I was like 15, no, I was like 16 or so. so. And I was complaining because I had cramps. Like I've always had bad cramps. And um, I came out of the, we were all in the bathroom and I came out, I was like, oh my God, my cramps. And this one little girl says, oh, I don't have a period. I don't ever get a period. I won't ever get a period. I didn't hear won't ever get a period, but I mean, I heard it, but I didn't understand. And I was like, oh, you're so fucking lucky. You're so lucky. Maybe I did say fucking. I used to cuss a lot. <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think I, you just started cussing now. Oh, no, no, no. I was talking to the church kids, so I didn't cuss. I said, <laughs> I said, you're so lucky. I wish I never had a period because it hurts so much. You know, going at it from a negative. You're a kid. Right. And then we left the bathroom and my best friend was like, she don't have a period because she had to have, because she had cancer and had to have her a hysterectomy. Like she had to have a... A kid hysterectomy? A kid hysterectomy. Like, it, yeah. And so... Oh, exactly. Damn, exactly. I was like... Bitch. And here you go with your three kids having ass. She over there somewhere as an adult, like, I just didn't have a womb. Yeah, I just didn't have a womb from high school. From high school. She, she was, we were all teenagers. I mean, and then so, gosh, this conversation is so deep. Because then, she doesn't have a womb. Some people would question her femininity. femininity. And that's foul, in my opinion. I think that's part of the foulness of it. And that goes into this woman stuff when you're like trans woman and cis woman and what makes a woman a woman and is it your period that makes you a fucking woman no No. right and i mean there's a whole dna thing like she started out with with uh with all her parts as to be a, a woman to be a female and she had to have some taken out does that stop her from being a female no absolutely not well i mean if we're going to be talking politically correct we're not (laughs) we're not (laughs) okay so when they were little we kept it i kept it light cool so now we have these double digit kids right tens elevens what did you do about the body odor i bought them deodorant are they using it consistently? No. That's my issue. I mean, are you remind? You have to remind. What do you. Okay, so what. And it was a big thing, too. Um, and I, so I haven't said. I won't say I bought them deodorant. I'm shopping for deodorant for them. So, because I want it to be aluminum free. Right. So basically, to. like, I might not do shit right. But for them, you're But these it. kids, it's going to be right. Right. So, like, I have black armpits. That's what it feels like. I think, I don't know if it was from deodorant or not. 
Mine are black, but then I don't shave anymore either. So no, no. So it's it's black because now it's a bunch of hair under there. (laughs) Sorry to kill the illusion. (laughs) Fucking just killed the dream of anybody that was like, oh, Tamara is so fucking sexy. I just want to know. She's I mean, por- I'm she's still 70, sexy. She's seventies porn I'm star. I'm seventies sexy. <laughs> I'm nineteen seventies fuckable bitch. <laughs> but okay. Back to what I was saying in my calm voice. Yeah. Um. The deodorant. I've been shopping around, so I've got. I found a couple of natural ones. Um. There's one that I want to order, and I probably. I'm. So like, there's stuff that I want now, but I'm just waiting till, uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday because there's certain people that are never going to do some kind of little sale. Right. But um, uh, Next of Kim is a is a brand mm-hmm. um, and she has natural deodorant yeah. handmade and she said that her biggest clients for that particular deodorant are second and third grade girls. Oh. And so it doesn't, it's it's light enough because yeah, Samaya is the, the one that started it. The old, my older Agala, my son, is not as musty under his armpits. He's musty in the world. Like, he's just sweaty in his head from playing. Right. He still smells like puppy. Yeah. Samaya will have a stanky armpit. So, all my girls. So, Ari started me around about Samaya, like, second or third grade, where I was like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know. I know. Right? I was like, it's not me. I was lifting up this baby's armpits and being like, is that really coming from your armpit? Yep. So I started, I did the same thing. I was like, listen, we're going to do Toms of Maine. You know, we're going to start off with this easy stuff. It was hit or miss when and if she would put it on. Mm -hmm. Girl, around about fourth grade, I was like, here goes some suave spray. It smelled like powder. Put this shit on. Every day. Every day. I can't. All the aluminum. Get all the aluminum. All the fragrance. Bitch. Get it done. I had to deal with it. You'll be fine. It'll itch. It'll just itch a little bit. But just keep on moving. Listen. Listen. (laughs) I had to tap the fuck out on. Trying to be all natural. I was like, I can't. I can't. We have this big ass minivan, but you bitches are stinking this shit. Everybody <laughs> spray up. I feel. Oh man. So yeah. Ari and JoJo are only a year and a half apart. So by the time I gave up on Ari, of course my test tube baby. But you could call her test tube. You mean tester? Tester baby. By the time I gave up on on her, JoJo was right behind her, and I was like, "Swaz, here you go, two." You want powder? You want spring fresh? Here you go. This is what you got. Yeah. And Karina, because she does so much exercise at the gym, she's starting to be funky, a little funky. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. So the armpits thing—that's it's serious. It's serious. Well, it's the armpits, and then it's also the the crotch, right? Like I was like, y'all got to get better at doing at cleaning this crotch. And not necessarily, I don't want them to soap it up. We have a a, a hose. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you need to spray the hose on it. I don't want you to soap it up. Because that's not a good thing either. To put soap it. To... Well, I don't put soap on the fact. The yoni don't get soap. Soap, right. soap ain't going on my yoni. Right. So, I'm 40-something. I'm not putting no soap, soap on my yoni. And I'm not dushing my yoni. No. So, I just have them take the spray on the lightest setting and just rinse it out. And, and, and giggle. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. Do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. I ain't in it. 
come out and you smell fresh, thank the Lord. Right. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny. So the things that I've struggled with, with hygiene and then like, it's not even a puberty thing. This is just hygiene sort of was telling my kids to wash between their butt cheeks. Oh, why? Girl, I don't know why they didn't think to actually put the rag and go between their butt cheeks. I did that when I was bathing them. But yeah. now you're old enough to bathe yourself. And I just happened to ask the question. Did any water get to your booty hole? What? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, gross. That's what, I, that's what I get. Ugh, gross. And I was like, no. What's gross is, is, the, no little water? Cake, is the little caked up poop. In your butthole. Right, right. That you're not rinsing out. And yeah. so that one, you could put some soap on it. Right. So that's been a thing. And so I've been talking to them more. And I think, think they got it. And so then with my daughter, I had to do the same thing. I was like, did you put soap in your yoni? She was itching. Did you put soap in your yoni? She was like, no. And I was like, well, are you rinsing it and wiping it? Like when you're squinchy thing is all rinsed out with water you wipe it and we have the hose too and let the water go and she was like I don't know so I showed her so I take I take the hose and I'm like open your leg a little bit so that it opens and let the water and the water went in and she was like <laughs> I was like this is weird I was like come on I was like um I know it's gonna tickle but you gotta just let the water get in there and use your towel right, and right. wipe it. And tickle is natural. And I said, and, and I said, and it's gonna tickle. So right, it's that's, fine. That's it's okay true. for it to tickle. But I'm gonna leave you by yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> you go take and care then, of that. And so, and then there's the thing with my with my boy. Right. Um, I remember because he's not. I'm, I didn't circumcise. Jesus is the kind. I'm, I feel like Ti right now, telling too much of my kids' business on uh, the internet whatever we don't have as much platform as ti i think I we okay I think we did, right? <laughs> it's not gonna go global but he's not circumcised uh-huh and so i was like very concerned about that when i made that decision uh, back then on cleanliness supposedly and, um erections and when is the head supposed to come out because like i don't know these things so when you're circumcised the foreskin is a little still a little closed mm-hmm and as they get older, and this and this has also changed in the 11 years that my son has been alive. So when he was little, the doctors were like, oh, um. Don't pull it back. No, they were saying to pull it back You're not supposed to when pull he back. was like seven, seven or six or seven. They were like, oh, he should be, it should be coming back by now. But around, around four or five, they was like, it should be coming back right now. I'm like, really? Because then my midwife friends would be like, leave the fucking dick alone don't do nothing to it that's, don't do nothing that's all i've ever heard is leave, leave it, it alone. alone leave it alone don't do nothing to it you go to the doctors and you, you know i ask just you know everything okay with his penis same way i ask if everything's okay with her vagina you know anything look tampered with right or whatever like i ask the questions and they're like oh yeah well this should happen this should happen so i finally just stuck to my guns and just trusted my midwives yeah and leave it alone and leave it alone but what my midwives, friends, all of my uh, holistic friends, I guess I would, they would call them, they are saying that he should start massaging himself, though. Like, in the shower, if he gets an erection, this will make sure that the uh, foreskin opens up to let his properly, head, to properly, let the yeah. head of his penis come all the way out. And I'm like... I don't think you need to direct him on how to do that. I think that'll happen. Naturally. I'm like, because I'm like, damn, do I have to tell a motherfucker that? Well, why you got 
tell him. What is, what is because he my husband would be like, you ain't got to tell a nigga nothing like that. <laughs> you know, like, he's like, he's like, I'm not telling him that. Like, he'd just be like, you know, how you say full stop? No. No. I, I, I'm down with him. I'm like, you need to leave that shit alone. And I sure did. That, I sure did. That's his issue. Like, I sure did. But then, like, that's the thing. Like, is I don't want him to feel like it's an issue. Like, I don't know if uh, my husband has talked to him about but why you get yeah, erections. Yeah. Like, is it time to do that? When did that convers- When does that conversation happen? I know for girls, we start to talk about the things that the things that you that can happen to you now that you've had puberty. Like mm-hmm. you said, oh, you got a baby now. But right. like. We start talking about these things around that time because uh, girls' puberty is so visual. You know what I mean? Right. You right. see breasts come out. You see hips spread. Right. You see. You know, then you then they have a period. Right. For a young man, there's no there's outward, no outward thing to say. Unless he has swinging his he dick. has matured. Right. You know, like right. that that switch that he has matured. So like. He's telling me that one of his friends as a girl in the sixth grade, that she has an ex-boyfriend already. And then I tell him, I was like, do you have a girlfriend? No. I said, do you like girls? He said, no. I said, do you like boys? He said, no. I said, so you don't like... He was like, no. I like... He's like, I like everybody. Right, right. And I was like, oh, okay. He's not into anything right. Right. But right next to him is a child that's basically his same age who has made that little transition... Right, whatever that whatever like. that emotional transition yeah, is. Yeah. So, I mean, <sighs> my girl, I'm so like this puberty is just like hard, girl. <laughs> Shit. I mean, cause like my luckily for me, Ariana is not into boys or girls or anyone yet, just yet. However, she looks like a petite woman. Not even petite anymore. She's tall enough to be. A, a average size female, a woman, female. See, I'm doing my ti shit again. <laughs> she, she, she's an she looks like an average size woman. Like if you saw her and didn't speak to her, I think she looks like a homely teenager, but older, a, a homely college student, right? Because everything about her is a child. Everything about her, because that's the way, the way I dress. she dresses. The way she walks, what she's looking at or not looking at or observing or not observing. She doesn't carry herself like a like a grown woman. Not mm-hmm. at all. She's not even a college kid. She doesn't carry herself in any she kind, carries herself like a, kind like, of way. She like carries herself like a 10-year-old. Like a middle school girl. Yeah. Yeah. Elementary, middle school yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a young middle schooler. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Because if she had any bit of swag at this point, it would be a problem. And see... You know, and I kind of think this is some of the bougie part. We, right. You've moved your child to an area where she's not having to walk around and hear somebody say, Oh, yeah, right? make them like that when I was growing up. Yeah. Hey, young thing. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. She's not, walking around, she's not walking around hearing that. What school Be- you go to? Yeah. I, so I was walking around hearing that. Yeah. So by the time I was really smelling myself, I was I was fully feeling myself at this point because my brother is nine years older than me and one of his friends told me I was cute so bitch I got switching extra hard everything is a little more so you did really good right well and the thing is that I never heard any of that but my friends heard that like I 
because I hung around other black girls who were way more developed, curvy wise than mm-hmm. I was. So yeah, I know what. And even like, this is how I know men are fucking assholes because they would <laughs> holler at her and then they would holler at me, and I'd be like, bitch. Now I can. I got eyes. I know that what I got here, this flat as a board, pimply face, is not what you're looking for. <laughs> No, but see, what I know, they were still looking for that that pussy. That, exactly. Exactly. That pussy still there. Right. Which is what I think, for me personally, kept my eyes open to all the bullshit. Like, I wasn't allowed. I wasn't easily. Um, gullible. Like, yeah, I wasn't gullible. Right. Because it was like, okay, I see now that you not really talk about pretty. Because homegirl is way prettier than I am. But you're willing to holler at me because you think I'll give you some. And all you want is some. Yeah. So, so. I mean... Whew. Yeah, it's, it's a deep one. This is a deep one. Um, I don't know. But it's so much to it. It's so much to puberty. So, the next thing is, what are we doing in the future? How do, What does the future look like? Because right now we're talking about um, preteen kids. Mm-hmm. What does what will they what, blah, 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 blah. what will their teenagehood look like? So, what are we gonna do in the teenage time? Right, because like I think that once we get over this like initial shock, because I think that's what I know. That's what I'm dealing with. It's like it's like this whole trauma of I don't have my baby girl anymore. And now I have to deal with this, with her as where she is, which is preteen, going into this these teenage years where she needs autonomy, she needs independence, she needs, um, you know, she can she's gonna start smelling herself soon enough, you know, and what does that look like? What? How do you navigate that? I have no idea. Um. Yeah, I've thought about this. I've thought about it a little bit. I'm actually excited for my daughter to be a teenager. Okay. Um, I'm hoping that I can do better in this relationship than I did with my mom and I when I was a teenager. Because uh, I totally ignored my mom from, like, 14 to 16. Right. So 13, 12, yeah, yeah, whatever middle school is. About, <laughs> around about 6th grade to good about ninth grade. I was like, I'm not talking to you. Period? Just like... I didn't talk to her if I needed something. I didn't talk to her casually. Wow. Um, my first kiss was... My first kiss was May 11th, 1991. Oh, my God. This fool remember the date. You got it in a plaque. You got it cross-stitched <laughs> on a pillow somewhere. Listen, I have been... Oh, you told me about I have this. been a journal writer since <laughs> forever, right? Right. So, May 11th, 1991 was my first kiss. And it was also my last whooping. Did she find out about it? Well, long story short, the story is not that long, but it's fucking funny. So, his name was Greg Lee. I remember you talking about this. I think, did I tell the story on the other another episode? Yeah, I think so. But go ahead. We can hear it again. Is it? I might have told it because it was expectations. But I, I know I've told you. But either way, Greg Lee and I, we liked each other. Mm-hmm. And we stayed. He came to pick me up. He went to another school. And I went to a different uh, junior high. I had a volleyball game. 
and my friend's mom, her name was Tanya, was my best friend in um, middle school and part of high school. And she was like, her mom was like, Tamara, you want me to take you home? Mexican lady. Mm-hmm. She always took me home. Right. I was like, no, I'm going to walk with Greg, with Greg. And she said, okay. <laughs> you know, like that one? Okay. Not her. She was like, she, it was like, not my business, but. That's not a good idea. Yeah. So I walked home with Greg and we walked the longest way home to where we ended up on this like dirt hill where they were supposed to build a house and they hadn't built a house yet. So uh-huh. there was like a lot. And we were walking down it and we were sitting under a tree kissing, just kissing. Like he had planned this. He had the gum. We had the hubbubba gum. It was, <laughs> he had he had it straight. He had it straight. We had been talking oh, on the sweet, phone. That's a sweet first kiss. It's beautiful first kiss. Yeah. We'd been talking on the phone, everything. And I remember the way that it was. One of my friends said we should do a little video about it because it's cute. He had his hat on and we were talking and the tip of his hat kept hitting my head. Uh-huh. And then at some point it slipped up and then his mouth hit me. And then we kissed. And it was like, oh. So fast forward to like two hours later, we're still kissing, right? Oh, bitch. Um, And the volleyball game. Ended two hours ago. Ended two hours ago. It is now beginning to be dark. It is now Mm. dusk. Yeah, I would have beat your ass. And when I opened my eyes from my kiss and I realized that it was a little bit dark, I was like, oh, shit. I think I got to go. And he was like, all right, let's go. He starts to walk me home. And we come down the dirt, and I hear my mom's famous whistle. I can't do it. No, yeah. Like, that's my mom's whistle. Yeah, my mother But it's the one where too. she puts both her fingers in her mouth uh-huh. and rolls her tongue up uh-huh. and then goes, <laughs> like, loud. So this bitch is at the bottom of the hill doing that whistle. Not the bottom of the hill, like the bottom of the street. Right. I come, and I'm coming out, and I hear the whistle, and I look back at him. I said, don't come out. Go back. <laughs> like with the utmost go back dog go back Don't. so he turns around and he goes back and I come down and I'm like hey mom <laughs> <laughs> lips all swollen now mind you she has come to Tanya's house cause Tanya lives on the path to walk home right. and Tanya was supposed to I'm always get picked up by Tanya right. so she is now at Tanya's house and my other best friend Darian they both lived on the same street and this was the path to walk home right so I come out and now I'm on Darian and Tanya's street and my mom is pulling up to Tanya's house and so she sees me and I'm like fuck so I get in the car and I get home and she whooped me and I was like did she say why she whooped you she whooped me because it was 7 o'clock at night and I was in the middle school I was in the middle school, you understand? I was 13, not even 13, in 7th or 8th grade. I can't remember which grade it was, but it was 1991, and it was 7 p.m., and my punk ass had not been home from school. So, as a parent and an adult now, that is why I got my ass whooped. Right. In 1991... You thought it was totally unfair. I got my butt whooped because I had the best experience of my life, and that was having my first kiss. And I will never tell you anything personal or intimate because you won't care and that rooted my teens see and so and it's and it's not her fault right it's not my fault it's just the way it's just the way that you know your your head works because you don't have the executive function at 13 to understand that your bitch ass she been looking for you for an hour 
Girl, at least, Listen, at least, at least an hour. So I get to school the next day. That's the funniest part. I get to school and Tanya's like, did you get a whooping? I know you got a whooping. <laughs> Darian was like, I know you got a whooping. Because Darian is black. Tanya is Mexican. All right. Tanya was like, did you get in trouble? Did you get a whooping? And I was like, yeah. Darian was like, I know you got a whooping. Your mama came to my house and was talking to my mama outside the door for like 10 minutes looking for you. Like, so she was like, I know you got a whooping. Like, oh, oh, yeah. I was that, like, that ain't even a question. I was like, I got major whooped. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> so th- that's the thing, right? So I didn't have, uh, we, I didn't have that traumatic, like, cut off. Something where you can remember. That's why I, I can remember. That's when I was like, I'm cool on you. But because I was th- third and my, and we were, we weren't close. But my brother, I saw her, the way she dealt, dealt with my brother in his puberty and, and teenage years. I was like, I can't, similar things. Like, I can't talk to you. I can't tell you shit. And also, you could really couldn't tell her shit. It wasn't that, you know, like how you guys had like a misunderstanding. Yeah. 2020 hindsight, you see it was a misunderstanding. Yeah. No, I mean, like my mother was like, don't have fucking sex. Don't kiss a boy. Don't be alone. It was all of that. Yeah. And so it was just like. I can't talk to you about this. So what I'm hoping in moving into these kids being teenagers is that they don't cut me off or cut me out. Right. That's like, if I, I honestly, I might just want to stop there because I thought there was a whole list, but just don't cut me out and don't cut me off. And if I need to do things differently for you in this portion of your life, I will. Right. I will maneuver myself in a way to where it gives you the comfort to where you can always come and tell me what the fuck's up. Because I don't want... The things that I worry about. I worry about my chocolate son. He's so fine. My son gonna be so freaking fine. Yes, he's very pretty boy. Pretty. Pretty color, pretty lips, pretty eyes, nice kid. I don't want him getting uh, hung up behind no girl. And turned into a fuck boy. Behind... No, either hung up behind no girl where he just follows and does what she says right. or uh, fucking around with some girl that says he did something that he didn't do yeah, yeah. Um, or get hurt and then turn into a fuck boy I don't even know what a fuck boy is well that's a whole nother conversation there was no fuck boys in our generation that was not the title of them what were they called in our generation players I don't even mind if he's a player I'm a player I was, his mama was a player his mama was a player and it was problematic how so I well, have no babies out of wedlock. Well, listen, in my in my estimation, a fuckboy slash player is problematic. To whom? To the to who to himself and whoever's in the relation whoever he's in a relationship with. So, I'm talking about a toxic player and fuckboy. Oh, okay. Which my brother was, which was like he was a shining example of dating of doing doing it wrong, doing it all wrong, all <laughs> wrong, like. I mean, yeah, that's the whole. Well, thing. see, yeah, and so that's what. I, so when with with my son, those are the things I worry about. So I'm hoping that with him, he'll keep his communication open with me, and I can continuously teach him about being honest, right, and being transparent with the whoever he's dating. And I'm also fixing my mouth right now to not to, say girl, to not say girl. Yeah, like I know that. The only way that will change this whole, you're you're ra- like that you're raising your children to be straight thing, right? Or you're raising your children to be gay the way that they assume that that's what gay parents are doing, right? right. Is to let it be an open thing from the jump, 
Right. So, Samaya's so seven, he's 11. Since the beginning of time, I will say, you like somebody? You like a girl? You like a boy? You kissed a girl? You kissed a boy? Where's your girlfriend? Where's your boyfriend? These are my little jokes. Right. Just right. teasing. So, I'm hoping that if we talk enough about transparency honesty accountability that when he starts dating that he'll be comfortable enough to say i don't like being treated this way or i like this to be is, treated this the, is the way, this way i want, want to, to be, be treated. treated yeah whatever it is and that he can be comfortable with it and the same thing with my daughter i mean almost the, yes the exact same thing with my daughter so that's where i'm going with my my kids because exactly that i do not want that relationship that I had with my mother. Yeah. When I, of course, the books I was reading when they were infants and postnatal, prenatal. Um, one of the conversations, one of the books that I read was about teenagers, right? And uh, my husband was like, why the fuck we got this in the house? We we got an infant. I was like, because it, it pays to be prepared. Because oh, imagine, imagine the kind of anxiety if I hadn't read that book where I would be right now. Oh, uh, true. So, um, one of the, the thing, the tenants in the book was we, first of all, you have to understand the brain development of humans, right? Like, you know, three-year-olds are selfish little motherfuckers and that's just the way they are. That's, that's the way they want to be. Um, 10 year olds are, you know, five to 10 are very helpful. They want, you know, they want to please. And by the time they get to preteens, they are trying to bust out of your shadow mm -hmm. and, and be autonomous, right? So I was like, okay, cool. And so one of the things that it said was get excited about having a teenager. Don't people people don't work on their relationships with their children when they are toddlers and when they are little children in that pleaser pleasing stage and in the toddler stage where you can just pick them up and make them do what you want. Mm -hmm. So and having teenagers is so traumatic because you can't they don't want to please you and you can't make them do what they don't want to do so you have to at this point is when you start trying to develop a relationship with your kids but it's too late not it's too late but that's the it's, it's harder it's in the middle yeah it's in the mm -hmm. middle so i was like okay cool so now so when they were toddlers i talked to them and we had a, you know i tried to foster a good relationship with them i think i have and so now that they're, and I would always say, I can't wait to your teenager because it's going to be so much fun. Cause we get to, you know, when you're a teenager, we'll get to do this and you know, it'll be a different kind of things that we, things that we can do as opposed to dreading the teenage girl mm -hmm. years. So there's that. And I mean, you know, like I think I'm on the road cause I'm about to T.I. Ari, but oh well, uh, <laughs> that's it's a verb now. T.I. <laughs> We'll have to do a, a, a special segment on T.I. I know. So Sorry to interrupt, but I decided that this was too much information about Ari and I was invading her privacy. So I decided to cut it from the episode. Okay, enjoy the rest of the show. What? 12 year old goes to their parents and talk talks about stuff like that right like, I had a couple of friends back in the day that they did with their mom but their moms were nurses right so I but it also felt I, they, it felt like a win yo that's a win I, look I'm it's in that column because you know what I would have done what? I would have used the fucking razor in the bathroom in the shower and I would have shaved my fucking pussy and had blood all over the motherfucking place and I wouldn't have told nobody yep. I would have put a pad on 
and went on about my day. Right. And when it started itching and coming back, if you didn't notice that I was itching, then I wouldn't say shit. I didn't. I did a whole lot of not saying shit during puberty. Yeah. And that's just what I don't want my kids to do. So I'm gonna get. So for me, I'm gonna get Sonya's book. Right. Um, just to start that as something that we read around. Um, I seen uh, Chicken Soup for the Preteen Soul. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking about getting that and doing some of those short stories in there. Also, there's the, um, oh, My Body, My Way or something like that. That's like a little workbook mm-hmm. that you can get. And then I, I, I really want to normalize the period. And I think that I have, I'm on the road to that with, like, you know, them seeing, seeing me as toddlers bleeding and it's just no big deal and that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, poor Ari. She's had her period for about a year. And she was like, how much longer is this going to (laughs) last? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, um, for my daughter, by the time this happens, and so I probably have, like, two years, she'll be eight in January. No, you have, like, 12. Maybe. Maybe. When did you start? It's usually when you started. I started at 12. Yeah. So, you have five years. Give or take, my mom started at 10. Yeah. Yeah. But she's, no. My mom started at 10. Well, see, because I don't believe, I don't, so the reason why this is difficult, because I don't believe that shit. I don't believe that it's um, hereditary of when you start. It's not hereditary, but it's a good indicator of when it may start. I think that the indication, I'm going to be all scientific, people are going to realize I'm a nerd right now. The oh, reason, oh Tamara said you can't let her nerd, nerd show. Oh, no. I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> Go ahead. So the reason that I, I guess, struggle with that one, and that maybe it's some new shit that I've been on since I've been learning more, um, that it's similar, or they say hereditary for things because you're still having the same diet and the same lifestyle uh, as, the, as the generation of people before you. Right. Um... I've made big changes and tried to make big moves to keep uh, hormones out of their food. Right, right. Hormone chicken and processed stuff. I've tried to do it more than my mom did for me. Right. Uh, so I'm hoping that that'll make some difference. Because I remember meeting some Ethiopian girls in college that didn't even have a period. Wow. Regularly. Like, because it just wasn't necessary. So I don't know. Maybe I can do more research on that. But I'm going to have a tent party for it. That was the whole point. A what party? A red tent party. So I thought about that. I Why didn't we do it for Ari? She wasn't about it. She wasn't excited about it. She was like, mm, I'm not having it. Because I heard, like, yeah, you know, you could you do these parties now where you invite girls over, her friends over. Oh, that might have been it. Ari didn't have very many close friends. Well, it's not her friends. It's, it's your, your friends. friends. Yeah. It would have been us. It would have been me, you. It would have been uh, Liz. Yeah. And coming to talk about how we our first periods and right. how we've navigated through periods and how like Oh, that, oh we, that's gonna be special. That yeah, I'm gonna be. do that and then I'm gonna do a book. Um one of my homegirls I didn't get to go, but her idea was great, so I'm gonna remember it. Because <laughs> uh, I couldn't go when she did it for her daughter, but everyone sent uh little like re- encouraging notes for like coming into womanhood. Uh-huh. And they all got put into a book. And she just have to read them right then. But in time and it's her it's, and her, it's special, her book it's her special the notes book. are specially for her every person in there wrote the note just for her and every person in there is a person she knows is a person that she knows yeah yeah i mean 
Boom hack hack. Hack. The red tent party. Or the, or the, well, see, I had another friend who did it way more ritual like, and so she did like a moon ceremony, mm. a full moon ceremony, and she got a bath and rose petals, and everyone massaged her, and like basically anointed her into womanhood. It's not like on the same day as her period, but in that time when the period starts, you massage her, you do her hair, maybe some henna, or whatever things to make her feel beautiful. And it's kind of to acknowledge the change from childhood to womanhood. Why is your face so scrunched up? Because I don't know if I like that one. Why? I don't know. I just that one just feels a little too intimate. Like, uh, no thanks. Oh well. I mean, to each their own. Exactly. Because I wouldn't. No, I don't think so. I think that's a bit, in my opinion, that's a bit over over much. Overboard for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, these, those people are people that would be teaching their child about the moon cycle and understanding that their body is connected to the cycle of the moon. Right, right. And the whole ritual of it with crystals and stones and healing and so. Okay, so we've talked about the TI situation a yeah, couple of times. We made reference what, to it. November twenty nineteen. Yes, November twenty nineteen. And recently in media, because we don't ever talk about current events. Right. No. Intentionally. Um, so. So that we can theoretically tape in advance. It yeah, never happens. It never happens. We usually tape the same week that we put it out. <laughs> but look at God. We did not plan the puberty episode because of this T.I. shit. But it kept coming up in conversation. Right. Do you know the whole story? I just know. I heard the podcast. So you heard his heard his I, I heard his comments on the podcast, and you know I've consumed some of the media around. What did you think of his co- so? Oh, do we tell the people? Okay, I don't know how podcasts work, but basically, um, Ti is a rapper, right? And he was doing a podcast interview, and in the interview, they asked him if he's talked their, he's talked to his daughter about sex, and his response was, "I take her to the doctor every year to check her hymen." Right. And his point was, and his point was, the doctor said some shit about, you know, laws. He can't talk to me about it. And I'm, I'm be like, he no. says you gotta sign this. You got anything to hide? Okay, yeah. then sign it. So that made me so uncomfortable. And the only reason I want to talk about it is because of how uncomfortable it made me feel. Um, I think it's fucked up because I really feel like it's fucked up because this is the kind of shit that like an abusive man would do yeah. to his wife. Yeah. And like he is, is abusive. Have you heard him speak about Tiny, his current wife? I don't care. But I'm saying the the because this is not the first time he's been um, in the last six months in the media about a podcast about some conversation that about he has. Yeah. Had. So I guess I don't care much about him, him as in an individually. Yeah. I think that what made me so uncomfortable about the conversation is that no one could see a little bit bigger and see how problematic this is not to say problematic in this like cancel culture way but how much of a trauma this is to go to a doctor's appointment with a woman and then look at her in her face and say you have anything you want to hide you right. hiding anything right bitch bitch what you hiding right so that, it's an intimidation it's all that it's absolutely intimidating and i have not i hear people talk about it and everybody's just talking about oh well 
I mean, he's just being a good father. Would this be coming up if 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 he was a, a woman? Yes. Anyone yes. that was is taking their teenage child to the doctor and intimidating them into telling me into something. telling you something, I don't think it's cool. Because it because it is abuse. It's a and it's and it's foul. It's just so foul. So part of me, I was like, this nigga just lying. Like you know, like putting extras on it. Put, for, you know, for the for the podcast. Yeah, put yeah. you know ten on twenty. Right, right. But the way that people reacted to it, it don't even matter. It's it's even more telling, right? Yeah. Because they, like I've heard, the the comment about he's just being a good father and he's he's there. That was Charlemagne the God and, and the rest of them talking about, well, what you want? He a good father. He present. Motherfucker, present is the bare minimum. What he is doing is not okay. Period. I don't care if he was a single father. I'm talking about intimidation and the things that go on later. So at 15 and at 16, your dad was able to intimidate you to make you say so things. So now what kind of man are you going to... A nigga that will intimidate you to doing what you want him to do. What he wants you what, to what do. You, what he, yeah, what he wants you to do. Yeah. A man that will take advantage of you with intimidation. You'll feel like it's normal. You'll you may see- think that it's not fucking normal for a motherfucker to be kind to you and let you have a, cho- a choice. You'll think that that nigga is a punk. Right. Because now you've, figured, you've learned that it's okay for your dad or a man or an authority figure. Because even if it was a woman, I'm not tripping about his gender. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. about the energy of it. And, it and just, it's about somebody who is supposed to love you for all you are. <laughs> yeah. And your whole person. Yeah. Treating you like this. Treating you like you're a piece of property. But, yeah. And and, and I feel that it's... What's another thing about it? So, if we're going to talk specifically about this nigga. I think he's, like, dumb smart. If yeah. that makes sense. You yeah. know, like, he's read a lot of stuff, but he's still not smart. He has he's read, not intellectual. Yeah, he has read a lot of stuff, but he has not actually absorbed it and 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 pulled it apart and put it back together again. to the depths of it. And really, uh, you know, with a, a man that knows nothing knows uh, no. Uh, what is this? What's Erica Badu say? I have no idea. A man that knows knows anything knows that he knows nothing at all. Something around those lines. Right. He ain't reached that depth yet. He hasn't reached to the point to realize that. Damn, there's so much that I can know that I don't know anything. Right, right. He still thinks that he knows every fucking thing. So when he's saying these stuff, he's saying it like it's the law. And people are around the world like, yeah, check the hymen. I'm like, you stupid bitch. Spell hymen. Get a, Here's get a, a picture of a you of, of, of a vagina. Show me where the show me where the hymen is, bitch. Shut up. Shut up. So I'm glad we talked about puberty because yeah. that shit was fucking foul. I mean, I, I it should have never gone public or viral. First of all, those girls laughing. Should we talk about that? Let's talk about them bitches. Let's go. So I saw a picture of them. They're not black, are they? Are they? I listen. When I say I didn't check, choose to check, to choose to look, I didn't look. I didn't. I didn't look. I was watching some news thing on YouTube, and they showed a picture of the podcast, and they look they racial and racially, racially ambiguous. ambiguous. So they weren't black girls. Racially ambiguous girls now will be a, a light skinned black black girl with a wig on or a weave. So you really fucking can't tell. Right. With contour and stuff. Right. But either way, these bitches don't stand for shit. Nope. 
put that make that go viral because they don't stand for anything. Nope. Because the fact that they were they were so fucking thirsty and hype to have this nigga on their podcast that they couldn't even say what? Not not saying you got to argue with him, but just be like, oh, ew, or what, or Or no. So Mm -hmm. how many people did it have to go through, right? So they sat there and had that conversation with T.I. Then they sat down and edited it. And if they... You know they didn't edit it. Right. They not not us. They not us. (laughs) That's what I was just about. I was fixing my mouth to say. (laughs) If if they got T.I. on their podcast, that means they have a producer. So the producer listened to the whole thing. Edit it. Because, hand to God, people have to edit T.I. to make him sound as smart as he does. You think so? And and he ain't even that smart. That's telling you the level of smartness that he, <laughs> that he is. Because I don't believe that that nigga come out his mouth all the time like that. I think he does. I fuck with T.I. That's what's messed up is that I fuck with T.I. Mm. I like T.I.'s music. But, I, I like the little southern accent. I think he's sexy. I think he a cute little player. But not, not this boss hog shit. And I would have, as much as I think he's dope, I couldn't have sat in a room with him and just been like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my God, you just scare your little girl into going to the doctor with you? (laughs) That's so fucking normal. That's just great. No, I would have never done that. No, no, I wouldn't have let you do it. No. So when T.I. come on this, we can, we can fuck him up together. Should we have a man on our podcast? To say what? I don't know. I mean, you have to come up with a a good topic topic for them to come. for no niggas. <laughs> so all that to say what? Before all that to say. Yes. This shit that we just talked about T about TI contradicts our main mantra. You're the right parent for your child? Mhm. I don't know. You're the right parent for your child if you ain't TI. <laughs> Always remember, you're the right parent for for your your child. child. I did not. So this is this is another update, y'all. So I did not realize how many of my non-black girlfriends don't have a lot of sex. What do you mean by not have a lot of sex? Let's break it down. Like non-black. So non-black is one thing. Okay, are they married or single? Married. Married women. Are they over 40? No, they were mid-30s when, when we had Thir- this conversation. Between 30 and 40. 20 and... Oh, between. Okay. No, I'm sorry. 30 and 40, yes. Between 30 and 40. Yes. And what's a, what's a lot of sex? In my mind, a lot of sex is... For a married person. For a married person is like three times a week. Okay. I, I You know, I think that's, that's reasonable to ask of a relationship with kids and, and jobs and jobs and all the rest of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So back when I was in the thick of things and I had all these little ass kids, mm-hmm. I used to guarantee Nick one night a week, mm-hmm. which even I knew was not a lot, but I was like, you can come at me on Saturday and I'm going to give it up period. Mm-hmm. But any other time of the week that that's, you know, you rolling the dice. If you, if I'm going to give it up or not. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I have, I have comments. But okay, okay, and then so, so what are these other people having? They were like, "Wow, once a week—that's a lot." And I was like, "What? What?" And they were like, "We haven't had sex for like six weeks, maybe." 
or something. And I was like, and I heard months, six weeks, two months, three months, different women, different socioeconomic. Are they arguing with their husbands? No, it's just we ain't, I'm not fucking him. I don't understand. Mm, me I don't understand. Me because, okay, I'm married. I've been with my husband 12 years now. Mm-hmm. We've been married 10, but we've been together 12 years. And we will definitely have time periods. We have definitely had time periods where maybe we've gone two or three weeks. I think the longest we've, I think the longest we've ever gone is three weeks. Right. And um, when that three weeks was happening, we were fighting. Oh, proper fighting. We were proper fussing. I wasn't fucking with you. He not fucking with me. I don't want to talk to you. Um, like, we not dealing with each other. So, what, what what's your average weekly? Um, I'm a consi- So, where you think three is a lot, I think three is the minimum. See? Yeah. I mean, but a lot, I, a lot and the minimum, but... I think we're still saying the same thing. Yeah, I'm like that. Three, I think it, three is it's fair. It's doable, right? And nobody is extra super tired. But you know, marriage sex is a thing to know. It's an interesting thing because, it, and it's not married sex. Married with children sex. I should I should call right, it. Right. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's an interesting thing to negotiate because I'm listening to how you said it. Right. And yo, my husband has gotten mad at me for the way that you said it. Like what? You said you can come at me on Saturday and I'll give it to you. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? Why I always got to come at you? Not why I always got to come at you, but like, we're married. We both want to be able to have sex, right? That's the thought, you know, like, right? right? We both want to have sex. So... On the day, if we're if we're down to one night a week, right, we gonna make it sexy. See, he's gonna want to make it nice, or he's gonna want me to like porn star it up, like you know, he come in the room and I'm like, oh shit, tie up, yeah, right. whatever. Well, I don't know about all that, but oh y'all, my God. <laughs> oh my God, and you know, I'm the vanilla friend of my friends, and you make me feel <laughs> like a real. You make me feel like uh, Rocky Road in this bitch. You know? <laughs> Shit, if you the vanilla, then I'm the sweetened condensed milk. <laughs> I ain't even frozen. So. so on your three days a week, is it scheduled? No. It's no. just whenever he comes at you. No, I come at him. Well, recently I've been coming at him more because he been doing more around the house. So... <laughs> this is Nigga. the thing. Oh my god. No, and listen when, to this one, y'all. When I say that, I'm I'm saying that I am less tired. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Right. So if if I gotta do everything, if I gotta change the fucking diapers, if I gotta to navigate the school system, if I gotta um do the the groceries, do the laundry, do the cooking, if I gotta do all that shit, mother. Don't you wanna get fucked at the end of the night? Fuck no! I want to go to fucking sleep because these be little nice, motherfuckers gonna nice wake up to be fucked to sleep. <laughs> I'm just talking now. I'm just fucking with you. No. I don't know if that's what I say, but I know that that's how a dude would hit it up. Like, girl, you just need to bust. Once you bust, then you'll fall asleep. You just need to come. No, nigga. And then because you'll fall asleep. You, you just know, need to come. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Thanks. I just need to fall asleep. I could do without the the rigor of 
coming. So <laughs> I can I can I can fall asleep just fine. Thanks. I'm fucking tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Tired. Well, I think that's fucked up that you have friends that are going three to six months. Right. I don't know how much longer you want to talk about this, but I will say somebody is fucking somebody else. Somebody is getting fucked. Somebody. Y'all might not be fucking each other. But somebody is fucking somebody outside that house. Well, and this is the thing, right? So, what is having sex? Some people, maybe she suck his dick every night and they happy that way. Huh? But they not having sex. No, just, okay. You know? Who knows? So, if his dick, if he's not uh, vaginally fucking this woman. He is vaginally fucking somebody else. <laughs> or anally. Or anally. <laughs> the penis is inserting into something other than a mouth and this motherfucker. Well, Trust and believe. I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, but actually, I'm lying. I'm lying because we was just talking about these people that I see, like, at work and around the city, and they look L7, just dweeby. Oh, what's L7? Square. <laughs> L7. Oh, my God. That's such an old slang. That's so what, old. Oh my no god, that's so that old slang. But they look Unfuckable. very, very loserish. Yeah. Right. Like, or or I'm trying to use the descriptive, the descriptive like dweeby-ish, whatever you would consider a dweeb. Right. But they're fully married men with more than one child that their wife birthed that he got them pregnant so there is some sex but maybe in these other relationships or in these other cultures because you said non-black maybe sex is not as important to them as it is to these black men that we be dating maybe marrying maybe i and i i don't have enough of a consensus to 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 draw a an, a real conclusion i just know that it was more than one white girl Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. Let's see if we can get some interaction. We'll even put it on the Instagram. A question on the Instagram? question on the Instagram. So DM us. Don't post it in the comments. DM us. Well, if we do the question thing, then they can answer. Oh, yeah. We'll do it in the story. Yeah, they can answer, and then we don't have to post. Nobody has to know. Right. If you are a married person, man or woman. How much sex is... How much sex are you having? Right. Just it's like a real statement because also yo this is also good I really hope more than twenty people answered that one. It's <laughs> fucked up. I might have to share it a couple of times to get a bigger consensus, okay. you know. But I remember when I was going through like postpartum mm-hmm. because you, there's also that like you have the baby while you're pregnant you're not really as oh, active. Oh, I was a fucking horn dog while I was Me pregnant. Me too. Me too. Okay, keep Me going. Too. But it's still not the same because you might be super horn dog for like a week and then you can't fuck for like eight days, twelve days. You might just be like whatever. Mm-mm. But whatever it is, your sexual, uh, your what is that called? Your, your libido or your drive changes during the pregnancy. Then after the baby, it changes up or down depending on your postpartum. It changes up or down. Right. So mine decreased with everything. Pregnancy, fucking horny, horny. Wanted to have sex. Had done some reading that said that uh, semen softens the softens the cervix. So you was all about that. I was like, nut, come on, buddy, let's go, <laughs> let's go. We're going for a vaginal birth here. Just get soften the cervix. You know, like it wasn't even fun sex. It was like soften the cervix sex. Oh, it was like 
utilitarian sex like do this no I would try to make it fun but I mean it was still about getting that nut so it was on the cervix (laughs) (laughs) on the cervix (laughs) specifically you feel me so but at some point so at some point during all of the postpartum and stuff one of our arguments was like oh maybe you should see a therapist or something because this is not normal most married couples have more sex than this this is not normal how you know what's normal for most married couples? Or maybe he's talking and asking married couples. Um. So, I do have to say that those six weeks postpartum, that motherfucker, that was the closest I have ever seen him watch a calendar in his life. <laughs> he was like, six weeks one day, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> It's so tight after the baby comes. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, at some point, I was like, I can't. I don't think I can. <laughs> Actually, for Ari, for my first, I tore. And they sewed me up. And I think she put an extra stitch in there. Get a little tighten you up look. And you know? You, hook you up real quick. Hook, it, hook us up. A little vaginal rejuvenation. Girl. <laughs> I was like, what? Here, safari. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do a little anecdote about how this whole podcast really got started. What you mean? Remember when I asked you, would you ever give your daughter a, a vibrator? Bitch, I'm not having this fucking conversation with you. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. 